Well, babe, we did it. We wrote a book. Yeah, man, it's it's actually surreal to even think about uh, that we wrote a book, had a baby, got married, not necessarily in that order. <laughs> <laughs> but the book is now available yeah. for pre-order, and we're so excited to share it with you. Oh, so looking forward to getting this book into your hands, to be in dialogue and conversation with all of you as we continue to liberate love from old imprints and codependent dynamics that keep us small, stuck, and stagnant. Yeah, you know, no matter your relationship status, this book walks you through what shaped you, why do you do what you do in relationship. It dives deep into your relationship blueprint, attachment styles, and most importantly, which is different than every other book that's ever covered codependency in the past, we explore the role of the nervous system in that. And the book is called Liberated Love. Yeah. Release your codependent patterns and create the love you desire. Go to createthelove.com slash liberated love to order your copy now. That's createthelove.com slash liberated love and get that pre-order in and you'll be able to get a free download of a meditation we created and a workbook that goes along with it. Much love and appreciation for your support. Much love. Thank you. Water is the most powerful solvent on the planet. So if you're putting it in plastic, you're going to be absorbing that. We can all agree that plastic's not great for us. Chlorine and chloramines and different pharmaceuticals and toxic and caustic materials are not good in our water. We don't want it in our body. This is not something people think about till they have to think about till it. The, yeah, but unfortunately. You, we don't want to wait for that. So this stuff, light water, how much is that bottle? It's, I think that one's about 30 some 30 Damn. Yeah, so if we don't have $32 for 500 mils of water, which is going to be almost everybody, what would be sort of the ideal way that we create the best possible water for the most reasonable price? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mark Rose Podcast. Today, I have Tracy Dews. Welcome. Thank you, Mark. Excited to be here. Listen, I'm excited for you to be here because... When I started to learn more about water, other than that it's wet and it's a lot of our bodies that were a lot of water, I was pretty blown away. And when I asked people that I knew about, like, who do I have on the podcast to nerd out about water, you were the nerd I was looking for. I love being called a nerd. <laughs> well, I mean, thank you. the level of depth <laughs> that you go into on water. Yeah, uh, Tracy has a book called Hydrate. And you, okay, we got to like start. I don't even know where to start. You know where to start, I'm sure. But I don't like. I don't know where to start either. Water is so more complex. than just water, right? Yeah. Like, can you? I feel like what is when I talk misrepresented about, about it? I just, I feel like water, if you're going to talk about it, it'd be very uberistic of me to really say that I even know anything about it because when I the more I learn about it the more I realize how much I don't know about it it would almost be like trying to explain God <laughs> I see it because from what I the more I understand or lack of understanding <laughs> it's like that saying that he who knows knows not and he who knows not knows it's like water is a living being it's this magical thing that we we just believe it's this thing we are supposed to drink every day yeah. from our tap yeah right yeah. But there are many different components to what makes good water. So, yeah, like, w what is water? How is it more complex than we've been led to believe? Okay. So, 
The interesting thing is most people, when they think of water, they think about that Mickey Mouse molecule of two hydrogens and one oxygen. H2O, yeah. H2O. It's like, that's water. Yes, that's a facet of the truth, but there's so much more to it. First of all, that's not the only molecule that's usually in your cup of water. There's more molecules. For example, um, HDO, D2O, there's deuterium in our water, which is a heavy isotope of hydrogen. And so when we say H2O and we think of water, it's like, no, there's so much more. And when you think about hydration, we think of how, okay, I just drink water and I'm going to get hydrated. But that's also just a part of the truth. And so that's why I became fascinated with water and hydration. Because once I realized that our bodies were 99% water molecules, my mind was blown. 99. 99. I think we're told we're 90% water, right? Is that so the sort of common? The diff. Yeah. So we'll say like when you're born, you're about 90%. When you die, you're about, I don't know, 50, 60% water. Uh, it's a slow dehydration process. <laughs> Shit, that's why our skin ends up like that. Yeah. We're just actually really dehydrated. A little dehydrated, yeah. <laughs> so that is by mass. That's different than molecules. So in molecules, oh, oh, we're 99. Yeah. But by mass, we're, you know, it varies. We start to shrivel. We start to like shrivel. Like a raisin. That's yeah. why we look like one. Yeah. Hopefully, okay. hopefully we're going to expand in, in this hydration, the understanding of hydration and help people live longer and stay looking juicier longer. That but, sounds good. Yeah. We are taught that we are, that it is just H2O. But yeah. I learned about things like, um, and maybe you can walk us through it because we're really, t I have no idea and I've just been learning about it. But even the idea of structure and water and like that shapes are in, I mean, again, can you walk us through so I don't sound yeah. crazy? So someone sent me, it's funny because you mentioned the word structure and I get sent things every day and a lot of things that I've been getting sent are, oh, look at this water. Now at the store it says structured and so we're being marketed to. Yeah. Because it's like, well, what is that? I mean, that sounds amazing. Is, is, is that something I should be doing? First of all, all water has structure. Whether it's coherent or incoherent, that's what really matters. Is it a crystalline structure that's, sending a coherent message to your body and hydrating your cells. And the way that the molecules are coming together is that um, able to penetrate your cell and give you that cellular hydration? Or is it incoherent and your body has to work really hard to make it into that beautiful crystalline structure? So all water has structure. If you're just hearing the word structure, you're probably being marketed to and it's like, well, what is that? What kind of structure? So there's actually a new science called aquaphotomics. And that's where they look at the different frequencies in water because frequency determines structure. So the different frequencies that are in the water are going to determine what that structure looks like. Wow. So when we think about that, it's like if we're 99% water molecules and the frequencies determine the structure, wouldn't that make you think like, gosh, the words I say and the thoughts I think are actually helping determine the structure of who I am, my cellular structure, how healthy my cells are. And will people, when they think about, I mean, for me, I'm that makes sense that all those things would have a physiological impact because that, I think, has been pretty demonstrated by 
work from like Bruce Lipton or Joe Dispenza. When you tell people that water is structured, do they look at you like, what the heck? <laughs> well, I think I live in a world where it's mostly uh, the people around me are very health conscious. Yeah. And the people that are in my community and follow me and th- they're really interested in it. So they're like obsessed with the they're understanding obsessed. of it. Yeah. So to know, not in my community, but if I'm like at the airport or something and I tell people, yeah, I'm a water researcher, first of all, their eyes glaze over and they look the other way. Like, how do I get out of this conversation? You <laughs> <laughs> do not want to talk about, like, how boring, right? But then when I tell them that I research hydration and how water impacts aging, then they want to be my best friend. Well, no one would even think that water can impact aging. So when we look at the water that we normally have, that's usually like tap water, right? The average person drinks tap water. A lot of people, unfortunately, do. Because access to good, clean water can be challenging. Yeah. So what is our tap water like? Is it coherently structured (laughs) as you... Well, as as we've determined that the frequencies impact the structure of the water, so... When you have caustic, toxic materials or chemicals inside of the water, the tap water, it's going to impact the structure of the water. And, you know, there's pharmaceuticals in the water, there's chlorine, there's chloramines, there's, there's so many different things. It depends on where you live and what, where your source is. And that's why it's important to, you know, you can you can look at your local water source and see what's in it. You can also get an at-home kit. One, I sent you a link yeah. on that. An at-home kit and see what is in your water. And then you can determine what type of filter you would need. A lot of people have those filters like an at-home carbon filter on their refrigerator. That one, that jug that, <laughs> that we have. One that jug everybody carbon. Has. Yeah. Yeah. The one that everyone has. The thing is, a lot of people will think, yeah, I'm, I'm doing a good job here. And maybe they are, but it depends on what contaminants are in the water. So sometimes just a carbon filter is sufficient. But what's in your water? But we you'll don't never always know, know until you test it. Or you can look online, right, at major cities. We'll show yeah, you. you definitely right. can, but I don't 100% trust it. So <laughs> That's I, weird. Why would you not trust a city <laughs> publishing its own you know. water results that are perfect? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's good to to get an at-home test and just see what's in it. And I just say, like, a lot of people buy their water, though. They will go and go to Costco and get bottled water, right? And you yeah. see that, like, filtered water in those water bottles. When I was a kid, I used to think, this is the best water ever. Like, yeah. it's filtered. It's in a bottle. This is probably the purest water because I grew up drinking tap water. So did I. Yeah. I didn't even think about it. We actually had one of those jugs that shall not be named. Yeah. In ours. I always felt worse when I'd have that. I actually felt more dehydrated. So one of my gifts in life is that I could feel water. I, I could just feel what it was doing to my body since I was a child. And I really, the tap water did impact me in a way that it, it didn't feel good to me. But drinking bottled water as a kid, I would think like, okay, this doesn't feel good, but I'm being told that it's supposed to, right? So it's kind of confusing because you think, well, if I buy water, it's got to be better than the tap water. That's not always true. You can bottle tap water. Right. And then filter it. And how is it filtered? We we don't 
really know like what are they doing are they using a car yeah, because a lot do like reverse osmosis right but i remember telling you that i had installed this water filter for the tap yeah to put in you know to use for like soup boiling all yeah. that kind of stuff drinking and you're like oh are you remineralizing it <laughs> and i was like oh what yeah and you're like Wait, what's oh, that it's basically dead water which when you said that to me i'm like well, that makes absolute sense because yeah. I've filtered everything out of the water. Yeah. So can you speak to that, like yeah. the different filtration processes, how they impact it and what it even means to like dead water versus remineralizing? Yeah, I mean, dead water is a, a term that people use. I wouldn't call it that because I don't think water is ever dead. I feel like it's alive. So when you're filtering your water, there's different things like reverse osmosis, distillation, carbon, like the the jug. So there's many different ways. There's fractionally distilled water. Like I brought this uh, light water here, which is deuterium depleted water. So there's many different types of filtration. The most common one I would say is either the carbon filter or reverse osmosis. Yeah. And reverse osmosis, the membranes are very comprehensive. They're going to filter out, you know, almost all of the caustic toxic material. So you're going to have um, some pretty clean water, but... That water going through those membranes that it's going through, it's impacting the structure of it. Um, also, if you look at our body, our blood plasma, is it purified or does it have minerals in it? Electrolytes. Electrolyte is basically minerals in a liquid solution. So our body has to work hard to take that filtered water structure it, um, mineralize it, and make it so that it's bioresonant with our bodies and what our bodies need. So when you think about that, it's like, okay, yeah, I can drink this filtered water, but it's just, it's it's taxing my body because my, like my body's got to work hard. Yeah, it's got to work hard. Bring it in. Take the minerals yeah. out of wherever it needs to pull minerals out of to make this water into the structure and the um, the chemistry that it needs to be for my body, for your body to be healthy. So if you want to help your body, you can take that reverse osmosis water and you can add some really good salt to it or quinton minerals. I love quinton because they have the 78 trace elements in perfect proportion. Rene Quinton discovered in 1895 that the ocean's plasma is identical to our plasma in our body. Wow, that's cool. Isn't that cool? Yeah. yeah. So we say that, you know, the... You are the ocean. We are the ocean, yeah. Wow. We, we evolved from the ocean. And so when we put those 78 trace elements in perfect proportion into our water, it is doing us a great service. And uh, one of my favorite water researchers, Rumianis Nkoba, she's a double PhD. She studies at the University of Kobe in Japan, and she's the one that coined the term aquaphotomics. When she studies water structure, she put a, it's almost like a, like a map, a water map, and you can see what's like a really coherent, beautiful structure that is living for our bodies. And the coherent structure was spring water and a little bit of seawater together. It was like that was like the I don't want to say perfect, but a very like it coherent created water. a really cool structure. Yeah, like a bio a resonant water 
that our bodies love. When you say resonant, it means that the body has to do little to like absorb it. Like, is it easier to hydrate through that kind of water? It's closer to our body's chemistry and closer to our body's well, we all have different types of frequencies in, in our bodies, but it's closer to what our bodies need. What, like so an optimal? resonating. Like, mm. like if you're with somebody and, you know, it's like, wow, that person really resonates. I'm on the same frequency as this person. Yeah. I see so, what you're saying. Yeah. So when you talk about structure and crystalline structure and things like that, for people who have no idea what that means, because I think of like the experiments that what is the researcher masaro moto yeah he's kind of like the og right <laughs> ovista can you that's talk to be a, debated really is it okay so can yeah. you talk a little bit about whatever the research is but like how structure even became a word associated with water i don't know where that word came from i think that the ancients i mean for thousands of years this water has been something that we we understand there's something more to it but Masaru Moto, I appreciate him because him and his team of researchers helped bring more to the mainstream an awareness that water is beyond H2O. Yeah. And he took water droplets and he would speak a word like love over the water and then look at it under a microscope and be like, oh my gosh, look at this crystalline, this beautiful geometric, sacred geometric structure. And then take the same water and speak a word like hate over it. And then look at how it was dissonant and it was incoherent. And there was there was structure to it, but it wasn't any sacred geometrical structure. It was like a an incoherent structure. The only thing is scientists will not accept his work because he cherry-picked his data. And he even admitted that. That, I mean, that's not science. You need to be able to replicate something, yeah. do it over and over. And he was cherry-picking data. But what I appreciate about him is that he brought awareness to the fact that there was something more. Going on. Yeah. So, I mean, we're grateful for him in, in that sense. And now there's more research happening. And that's why I appreciate aquaphotomics because you can actually look at the frequencies in the water, map the water and look at the structure of it and go, okay, wow, this this is a really coherent structure that, that I like to call living water. I'm really excited to share with you one of my new favorite brands, which is called SafeSleeve. I discovered them because I was looking for a phone case that would prevent radiation because, of course, I use my phone for work and my phone sits in my pocket right next to all the, you know, important bits. And I couldn't be happier with this product. I absolutely love it. And recently... France actually banned the iPhone 12 for excessive radiation levels. So this is the perfect time for me to share this with you and for you to go check them out. SafeSleeve makes anti-radiation products designed to give you peace of mind so that you can know that you and your devices are protected. And all of their anti-radiation products incorporate lab-tested shielding technology that can block over 99% of radio frequency radiation and 92% of electromagnetic field radiation. There are very few anti-radiation brands that offer lab-tested protection and make it publicly available on their website, and only a couple of them block ELF, the electromagnetic field radiation, which is much harder to block, but equally as important. 
And as a bonus, their phone cases provide military-grade drop protection, which is also tested for. So if you're like me and you want to protect yourselves from getting fried by RF, check out Safe Sleeves phone cases, anti-radiation headphones, RF-blocking blanket, and more awesome products that keep you safe. Go to safesleeve.com and use the code GROVES10 for 10% off at checkout. So when we're drinking water, there's a big difference between what we're drinking and how we're going to feel. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what's kind of like the worst versus <laughs> what would be the best possible version of water to drink? Like optimal. Well, that's debatable. And throughout the day, our body needs different types of water. Um, so like in the morning, it'd be great to take your water, put it in the sun and help get some working water so that the hydrogen bonds are breaking a little bit and you get that working water. So not in the cold water in the morning. Um. Uh, putting it in the sun, the sun's impacting it. So oh, cool. aquaphotomics photo is like light. Yeah. So how light impacts the water. So light impacts the structure of your water. So if you put it in the sun in the morning, the sun's going to impact it. If you put it as the sun's setting at night, it's going to send it a different message. It'll help you, what? like give you what you need at night. Yeah, put it under the moon. Like if you want to water... That's going to help calm and relax you before you go to bed. Yeah. You could put it under the moon or in the morning, put it in the sunlight. I know it sounds so weird. If if I would have heard myself talking about this 15 years ago, it would have been like, that lady's crazy. (laughs) When did you get into the water? Woo. (laughs) You know, into the, like, what even made you be like, oh, I got to study water and I'm going to get into this total zone where, like, it's a pretty edge, right? Like, it is, you know, to, I'm sure for people listening, they're like, these two people have gone bananas. Yeah, this is a weird They're having morning water, working water, <laughs> dead water. But I don't think water. We, we, we think water is just this thing you pour from a tap. Like our understanding is so simple. Yeah. Maybe because we don't have time to dive deeper and we've never thought about it being more. But it's such an essential part of our being. If we're 99% water molecules, I would say so. Right. Like, again, <laughs> like that... It makes so much sense that one would desire to get the best possible water in their body. But that's also because we also believe that the water we're getting that's treated and all that kind of stuff from the tap is good for us. Yeah. Right. That's which I think is in some ways a misconception. That's why I'm so passionate about the work that I do. I mean, I love educating about water because my life was significantly upgraded when I had that awareness. Yeah, like what made you desire to look at water? I mean, I've always look at food or like exactly or we know everything. We know so much about protein molecules and carbohydrate molecules, and we know so little about water. And it it made me sad. I was like, wow, if we're if we're made of this much water, why is there not more research on this? And so I really felt the calling to say I need to research water. Um, But I've loved science and health and wellness since I was young. I started pre-med when I was 15, started college, um, and was just obsessed with the human body, with learning about health and wellness. And I've never stopped. But when I was pregnant for my daughter, Grace, um, I had a mineral imbalance that went undetected. And my amniotic fluid was really low. I mean, I didn't even have a stomach when I was pregnant. It was like... What? Wow. Interesting. And it 
it was because my amniotic fluid was so low and it was just because of a simple mineral imbalance that none of the doctors detected. And so my daughter was born early because she had low amniotic fluid. So we had to do an emergency cesarean. But during the pregnancy, I was so thirsty. I had this unquenchable thirst. And a lot of people will get gestational diabetes. I did not have that. Nothing going on. All my labs came back great. But I was so thirsty. I would drink like a gallon of water a day. I had to have water next to my bed. My eyeballs, when I'd wake up in the morning, were literally glued to my eyelids. My daughter's father would have to come and give me water to open my eyes. My tongue would be stuck to the roof of my mouth. You were that dry. I was that dry. And I was 24. And it was a gift because it was like I was suffering, literally suffering. I mean, I would say that when I woke up in the morning, it felt like I had been crawling through the desert, you know, overnight and with no water. And it was just so dramatic. It was so dramatic. It was like like we feel dehydrated, but you're like at this other level, like you're in the Sahara. Yeah, that's the way it felt. I mean, I never like crawled through the Sahara, but I can only imagine, (laughs) you know. So I would wake up and it was just so uncomfortable. So I, I couldn't ignore it. It was like, I have to do something about it all day. All I could think about was water. If water was not next to me, I felt anxious. I was thirsty. I So I started to research hydration. And as I was researching and I'm like, there's really nothing out. Like I can't understand it at a deeper depth than just drink more water. Right. Drink clean water. Like drink kind of good water. Drink Gatorade or something. Yeah. And I'm like, well, how does the body hydrate? Like, you know, the different things like what are your aldosterone levels? Like that that's going to help hold hydration in the body. And things that like nobody was talking about, I was understanding it at a deeper level. And it made me realize how many people are dehydrated and they don't have the information that they need to really understand hydration. And honestly, the more water I was drinking, the more dehydrated I was getting because I was drinking reverse osmosis filtered water. And it was depleting my minerals because I was drinking a lot of water because I was thirsty and it was flushing out minerals. Oh, wow. So it's like continuing to perpetuate the problem. Yeah, you can die from water. There was just a lady in the news, a a mother of, you know, she had young children and she died from drinking too much water. It's very sad. So there needs to be more education. That doesn't happen a lot, but people are walking around chronically dehydrated. Most people are chronically dehydrated and that's affecting your mental health. If the brain is 2% dehydrated, it's going to affect your cognition. It's going to affect mental health. It's going to affect your sleep. It's going to affect your hormones. It's going to affect your libido. It's going to affect everything in your body because almost every biochemical process depends on water and our cellular communication is dependent on that, that that water conduit. So I started to notice that when I was drinking the reverse osmosis water, I would get thirstier. And then when I would drink spring water, I felt satiated longer. And so I thought, oh, my gosh, there's water. You were noticing water. a difference. Yeah, yeah, water's not just water here. There, There is a difference to water. And being told that clean water is what I need to drink, I was like, well, maybe this isn't the full truth. There's something else to this. So that's when I really started to research it and go, oh, my gosh, I need to build a lab. I need to, like this. It's going to be my life learning about it. And little did I know, 
that the more I would start learning about it, the more I would realize how much I don't know. You know, I started my podcast in 2020, Hydrate, and I, I listened to the conversations now, and I'm like, those are really good, but we've learned so much more since Even then. since then. Yeah, and it's just like, wow. I, Yeah, water is amazing. I mean, it, it has this... I, it's hard to even explain it. And and I feel like I could research it for the rest of my life and just get more, I don't want to say not confused, but more like there's more to learn, so much more to understand. And it gets me excited. I love waking up in the morning. I literally am like, what's going to happen today? What am I going to learn today? Who can I share this good news with? Because the simple Things that you can share about hydration and water can impact and upgrade people's lives so significantly that why would I not want to share that? It's like you don't need to go spend all this money at the doctor. You don't need to buy all these supplements. You know, these are great. These are great add-ons. But start with the foundations. Start with water. If the water you're drinking is depleting you and you're feeling tired and you're not sleeping well and you're having brain inflammation, how about we just get you hydrated and then let's see how you feel. And if you're still not feeling good, then okay, we can add other stuff. But I had a clinic for 17 years in San Diego, a functional medicine clinic, and we would do all these crazy protocols. And one day, once I started to research water, I realized, wait a minute, do people really understand the foundations? Because if they're not hydrated, they're not sleeping well, they're not taking their shoes off and grounding to the earth, they don't have loving connections with their family you know, I, I came up with these nine pillars of health, and that's what my book, Hydrate, is, the nine pillars. But I realized if they don't have those basic foundations, it doesn't matter what pill I give them, what crazy protocol I give them. It's not going to work. And people are wasting their money, and they are spending so much time trying to find the answers, and they're feeling hopeless. They're feeling discouraged. And so I started to just we would tell our our patients when they would come in, we'd say like, what kind of water are you drinking? They'd say, oh, filtered or whatever. And I'm like, okay, get some good mountain spring water. Go in the sun for 10 minutes every day. Take your shoes off. Put your feet on the lawn or walk on the beach. Hug somebody that you love or your animal or something, you know, like these these things that are just so basic that are basically almost free. And people's lives were being transformed. Mm. I mean, people like I had this one woman with fibromyalgia that her husband would have to help her get dressed because she was in so much pain. 30 days after just doing the basic, these nine basic foundations, she came back and she was like in tears and she's like, I'm 90% better. And wow. she wasn't, didn't spend any money on a single pill. She just did all those things. She just did the things, like the simple things these nine pillars. And I'm like, okay, I have a responsibility because now that I know this, I need to share it. And there's no money in telling somebody to take your shoes off and go ground to the earth or drink <laughs> right. some spring water. or, But that's okay because this message brings me so much life and so much energy because it changes people's lives. And I just, I don't know, I get excited to share. It changed my life. I went from being dehydrated and depressed. I was having some some severe postpartum depression. I was nauseous all the time. I felt sick. I mean, I look at photos of myself now and I'm like, oh my gosh, like just really thin and gaunt. 
and I wasn't healthy, but I was doing all the things that I thought were healthy. I was juicing kale every day. I was doing the green drinks. I was eating a raw vegan diet. I was working out every day, you know, going to church, doing all the things. And I'm like, why am I so unhealthy? Mm. But it was just little small tweaks. Okay, I'm drinking water, but what kind of water? And then the next level happened when I realized that water, we think that it holds memory and it has information inside of it. It's impacted by our the frequencies. So the thoughts that we think, the words that we say. So I started realizing and having this awareness that, oh my gosh, when I wake up in the morning, I'm anxious. I'm scared. I don't like what's happening in my life right now. And I feel a lot of anxiety. And I think sometimes when we're scared, we try to control things. So I was like, I've got to have my kale juice this way. And I can only eat from a garden that's from this garden. We would go to the garden. I mean, I was like eating like an extreme diet because (laughs) the more I was trying, the worse I felt. And I finally realized that, wow, my thoughts are impacting my water body. And so I shifted and I was like, when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I'm going to do is spend time in gratitude. Thank you, God, that I woke up. Thank you that I have this bed to sleep in. Thank you that I have breath in my lungs, that my children are safe in bed. And I will tell you, when I started to do that, those kale juices started to work for me. (laughs) That healthy food, that working out, all the things started to work because my body came back online. It came back into coherence. My structure, the water body that I am, came back into coherence. It was in this dissonant, non-functional, like, can't say non-functional, but it wasn't functioning efficiently. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, we like to say sometimes in the bioenergetic medicine, the cells were in a left spin. They were in an entropic spin, not a centropic state. And so it was really difficult for, there was an osmotic imbalance too for the water to get into my cells. So it wasn't cellularly hydrated. And a lot of people have that issue where they're dehydrated. Their cells are dehydrated. They have too much water outside of the cell. And that's where you get like puffy, puffy face and edema because you have too much water in your cellular matrix outside of the cells. That journey brought me to where I am today, and that's why I'm so passionate about water. What makes someone's cells more permeable to water? Like, I know you're saying thoughts, like what you're thinking, entering a state of gratitude. Uh, What else can we do, both physiologically, like, I guess, somatically, psychologically, but also how do we make our body more receptive to that beyond thought? Yeah, so the thoughts are affecting the the physics of the water, the structure of the water, uh, but the chemistry is important as well. And so in order for us to have that osmotic balance for the the water to penetrate the cell and do that efficiently, we need minerals in our water. And if we're drinking purified water that's lacking minerals, then it's difficult our body has to work hard to to get those minerals. So it's important to, when we break water down by filtering it, we need to build it back up. We get to build it back up. 
And so I like to do that by taking filtered water, like reverse osmosis water and adding minerals, like I said, the sea salt or a really good sea salt that doesn't have heavy metals or quinton minerals, tri salts are good. And then you can stir your water with a little spoon, vortex it. Yeah, you were saying, I remember when we were talking separately that you were saying that there's like a device that you could pour your water through yeah. that vortexes your water. What does a vortex do? And what is it like? Why would I vortex my water? <laughs> I know, right? You know, it sounds like... Uh, Why would I vortex my yeah, water? Yeah, it just sounds... Okay. So that's a great question. And I'm glad you asked that. Think about what nature does. Water is vortexed. It's moving. Like you think about a living spring, water is moving. It is spinning. Yeah. When a raindrop's coming down from the sky, it's spinning, it's vortexing, it's moving. We want that movement in the water. As opposed to living, moving water, think about water that's just sitting there still. Like what happens to water that's stagnant and not moving? I mean, when I see ponds like that, they get gross. It's pretty scary, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Drink them, that's for sure. So you just want to look at nature and that's going to reveal a lot, right? So yeah. why would I want to vortex my water? Well, because that's what nature does. It's moving it. It's spinning and that's bringing these living frequencies into the water. And then when you have it in the light, you know, the the spring water, it's under the sun and the moon and the light's impacting it. And then it's moving. You're bringing this living vitality into the water. And then when you drink it, that's sending that living message into your cells. It's making you feel alive. There's not one person I know that has ever gone to a spring and drank mountain spring water and didn't like it or like, oh, right. this, this didn't feel Even amazing. The experience is like, ah. Uh. Yeah, you come alive. But you drink a you know water bottle from Costco that's in a plastic bottle, that's going to feel completely different. But a lot of us are moving too fast through life that we don't stop and actually notice it and bring an awareness into like, wow, that, that water, how, how this water made me feel as opposed to this yeah. water. So this is something that is an experiment that people can do. How about just have gratitude for your water? And when you drink it, notice, how do I feel right now? Just to slow down and be with like how it's like we don't even do that with food, you know, and water <laughs> is like we crush water like this water that you brought. Yeah, we're going to have to try that. What is it called? Light water? It's called light water. So it's because your body's lighter when you drink it because hydrogen h2o molecules hydrogen's an isotope so we know in in chemistry that hydrogen has three atomic weights protium deuterium and tritium tritium we don't really think about because there's not a lot like it's barely even existent but deuterium is very prevalent and it's in almost every single water that you're going to drink every, all the fruits and vegetables that are watered with Whatever water there is in the earth, it's going to have deuterium in it. So there's a fractional distillation process that's very laborious where you separate the deuterium from the, the protium. And so this water has only five parts per million yeah. of deuterium in it. Most water has about 150 uh, parts per million. Deuterium depleted. So essentially you're, you're lighter. Your body is lighter. So what happens? I drink this? Yeah, you can drink it. You know your body makes water, right? Your cells make water, so it takes hydrogen and oxygen. You mean like when I make pee? 
Well, no, no, no. Your body is making intracellular water. Oh, okay. It's deuterium depleted. It's pure. Oh, so this is doing that before my body has to. Well, like, let's see how... how This is a moment of truth. Yeah. (laughs) This is the most expensive water on the planet. It's the most expensive water on the planet. Yeah, that I know of. I need to like practice doing water taste tests just so I can taste the difference. I definitely, I was drinking some water the other day and I was like, this tastes so different. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. In a good way? No, it wasn't in a good way. This (laughs) tastes good. Yeah. The one that I was tasting the other day, I was like, is this like heavy metal tap water? Like, it was just such a difference. This just tastes really clean. Yeah. It's fractionally distilled. It's lighter. I can feel the deuterium depletion. (laughs) You're already getting depleted right now. Yeah. You're replacing. I just never, like, I was, when I finally started to think about water on a different level, like drinking spring water and versus tap water. And in Calgary, where I'm from, they actually put fluoride in the water. Yeah. Which, head shake if you're listening to the audio. So bad. But I believe they stopped for a bit and they just voted to put it back in not that long ago, which I'm like, man, 2023, still messing with people's brains. <sighs> yeah, yeah, literally messing with our brains. Right. Calcifying our pineal gland. Yeah. and So this stuff, light water, how much is that bottle? It's 500 mils for those listening. So it's half a liter. I think that one's about 30, some 30. Damn. Something. Yeah, so if we don't have $32 for 500 mils of water, which is going to be, Almost everybody. But for the people who do, go to Lightwater, (laughs) L-I-T-E. But for other people, we can get as close as we can to maybe not becoming deuterium-free. But what are the ways that, like if I was to take tap water, what would be the, I know you said it depends on what's in the water for the best filtration process. Mm -hmm. But what would be sort of the ideal way that you and I, if we're like traveling or at home, that we create the best possible water for the most reasonable price? That's a really good question. So first of all, if I'm traveling, I usually look for spring water in a glass water bottle because obviously, you know, water is the most powerful solvent on the planet. So if you're putting it in plastic, you're going to be absorbing that plastic caustic material. So I look for spring water that's in glass and I like to move the water. So there's different vortexing devices that I suggest. And if you go to my website at tracydews.com, I have a, a different information. Um, is this water information. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah. We'll make sure the link is in. Yeah. But if you don't, like, it depends on what your budget is. There's vortexers that are, you know, $100 to thousands of dollars. Really? Depending on the sacred gemstones that are in it. And, you know, I have one that's 24 karat gold plated with sacred gemstones. That's like a wedding ring. Well, yeah, because all of that information is impacting the water structure. Those frequencies are impacting the water structure. So, this podcast episode is brought to you in part by Organifi. One of my favorite products from Organifi is their gold chocolate, and it comes out seasonally. So it is in season, and what it is is a superfood hot chocolate that is so damn healthy that you can actually drink it every day, and and you probably should. 
It has 10 superfoods that are ideal for rest and relaxation, so it's great to have at night. Great to replace dessert. It's 100% USDA certified organic. It is low sugar. And I think that's one thing about hot chocolate or any, or hot cacao. Like, we don't want to give it to our kids or drink it all the time because it's so packed with sugar. The average one has 200 calories, 6 grams of fat, and 25 grams of sugar. So the gold chocolate from Organifi only has 23 calories, less than 2 grams of fat, and one gram of sugar. I mean, this stuff is so delicious, and it's going to hit the sweet tooth spot. And as many of you know, I'm curbing the sweet tooth spot. And it supports a better night rest, so you can wake up refreshed. So if this sounds like something you definitely want to try, and you should try, go to Organifi.com slash create the love, and you will save 20% off Stationwide. So that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com slash create the love for 20% off. This stuff is absolutely delicious and all of their products I just absolutely love. So if you haven't had the green juice too, that's a great way to get not too sweet of a green juice that you just take and mix with water again. Super easy, much like the chocolate gold. That's why we love crystals because they're they have frequencies that they emit. And it's sending a message to the water and then that water is being impacted by that. So I have really beautiful vortexers, but if you don't have, you know, the budget for that, you can just take a spoon and spin the water, just stir it, get it moving. Get you it told lit- me, I think too, that you can hold the water close to your heart. Yeah. That was cool. I was like, what? Hold and that made sense from like a heart math. It makes sense, right? Yeah. Hold it next to your heart, send love to it pray over it? Why do we pray over our food? Do you ever think about that? I mean, when we pray over our food and we hold our hands over that food, food has a lot of water in it. You're impacting the structure of the water inside your food. I think we have to be really open to the thought that our thoughts, our feelings, our prayers, the energetics we hold do impact all these things. Because, you know, when you look at the studies where they talk positively and negatively to a plant, yeah. It's like one plant is like, you don't like me and like doesn't grow. Yeah. And the other one, you're like, I love you. You can do it. It's like flourishing. <laughs> well, plants are mostly water too. Well, and that's the same with a human. If yeah. you talk to a human like that, a human will become, step into their possibility and their potential. Yes. You know, and if we're speaking to humans like that, I like the idea that we're speaking to the water in them yeah. like that. Like they're impacting the structure. Yes. And if we can do it, to the human, but also to the water that's going in the human. That seems like, I've never thought about any of this stuff. To be honest, I'm like, this is, this is bananas. It's mind-blowing, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. It really is. And But not only is it mind-blowing, it's empowering. That's the way I look at it. Once I started to discover this and had an awareness, I got excited. Now I get to choose every word I say and every thought I think. Yeah. When a thought's coming into my head, I've had a pretty stressful week with a situation that I can't control. Yeah. And the past version of myself, my body would have got tense and anxious and it still did, started to this week. But then I took a deep breath and I went, no, I don't need to think of it the way that I'm thinking of it. I can shift the narrative here. I get to shift the narrative. And the narrative I choose impacts how I feel. And it's impacting my water body and it's impacting my health. And now I'm like, now that I know how much these things impact my health, I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not willing to age that fast. 
<laughs> I want to stay healthy and I want to stay vibrant. And so I am going to be very careful with the thoughts that I think and the words that I say. Mm. And that level of mindfulness is such a reminder to every intention, every where we place our attention, how we relate to nature, to earth, to water, to each other. Yeah. It has to be that level of presence. Yes, it gets to be. It gets, it gets, gets to, to be. be right? I like that. The opportunity. It feels better. Yeah. It does. Even that choice of word. Tracy, this is awesome. I mean, I want people to drink this stuff now, <laughs> but if they can't get this stuff, this uh, deuterium depleted, I know we order Mountain Valley, which yeah. I know you recommended for I us. Love- if. It's in a glass bottle. It's from a spring. I mean, yeah. It's like there's good, better, best, right? And first of all, I'm not the one to tell you like what's best for your body, but I think that we can all agree that plastic's not great for us. We can all agree that chlorine and chloramines and different pharmaceuticals and toxic and caustic materials are not good in our water. We don't want it in our body. So I don't want someone else's pharmaceutical in my body. Yeah. Especially it's like they throw out their birth control pills. Oh, gosh, yeah. Suddenly got a bunch of progestin circulating. (laughs) We're getting phytoestrogens from plastic. Yeah, Yeah. xenoestrogens in your body. Right. Like you think about all these things that are impacting us. Yeah. Which are coming from our water, coming from our food. Yeah. So we got to like, we got to minimize the amount of environmental toxins that we're taking in. But we haven't been, this is not something people think about. Till they have to think about Til, it. Yeah, but unfortunately. You, we don't want to wait for that. Right. And that's why I'm so excited about this message. And I get excited to wake up every morning for the opportunity to share this message. Because I don't want people to think about it when they're sick. I want people to think about it now. And that's why I wrote this book, Hydrate, because it just it gives you science in a fun, playful way. So there's recipes in there. I have hydration elixirs in here. Yeah, I saw the elixirs look really good. Yeah, they just taste good. They make you feel good. You feel high vibe and electric. The love elixir, the sparkling citrus love elixir. I love it. That's a good one. The sparkling. So I started throwing these looks parties like love. at my house. It looks like love, right? I started throwing parties at my house and I've never resonated with alcohol. Like my body just can't do it. And so I would make these fun cocktail drinks that were sans alcohol, but super hydrating. And people were bouncing off the walls and like, I feel so good. What's in this drink? So um, that was how the book got inspired because people kept asking for the recipes. And I'm like, I don't really know what's in it because I just throw things in. And so um, (laughs) I had to have my assistant like come over every day and just watch me make drinks. And she would eye the eyeball when I was doing it. I am certainly like the person who's like, can you please put this all in a very (laughs) descriptive order? Otherwise, I'm not like a this needs more da da da. That's not I'm not a skilled chef. I'm so excited to try some of these. Um. And so for people listening, where can they get more information on all the things you've mentioned as well as this book? So right now, the book is exclusively on my personal website, tracydews.com. And, um, you know, all of my recommendations for the uh, elixir ingredients and water that I like and vortexers and minerals and all of those things are can be found on my website. Awesome. We'll put the link in the show notes. Uh, thanks again for coming on. 
Thank you.